Welcome to Talking Mom to Mom. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. My name is Lindsay and my co-host, whom you will meet shortly, is Rochelle. We are two moms on the opposite side of the same coin. Between the two of us, we have children at every age and stage and hope to inspire those homeschool moms who need to pick me up in their busy schedule, busy just like us. We have come to realize that the best way to approach this sanctifying work of motherhood is with a good dose of humor and humility. Thank you for joining us today. Now let's get on with the show. Hello, everybody. This is Rochelle, and this is episode 10 of Talking Mom to Mom, and we've got Lindsay with us again. We are so happy all these weeks in a row, so your family's doing well. (laughs) Yep, we're still okay. (laughs) This week, we're going to talk about navigating your way through a homeschool convention. It is homeschool convention time of the year again, and that's the buzz in the homeschool community. Is everybody talking about the conventions that they plan to go to or they'd like to go to? And many of them are, it'll be their first convention, whether they're new homeschoolers or old homeschoolers. You know, some of them, it is still their first convention. I didn't go to my first convention until, you know, a couple of years ago or so. And by that time, I had already been homeschooling for over 10 years. So, and have you been to a homeschool convention? I have not been. I would love to go, but we kind of live in a rural area and it would be a good drive to be able to go. I think the nearest right. one is five hours away. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. They have them, you know, sprinkled throughout certain areas of the country. So a lot of times it is going to be quite a drive and quite a trip for you or, you know, if that's what you're thinking about doing. Um, I do have a few in my state. I have one that's only about, what is it, like not even an hour away. So that makes it real easy for me to be able to go. And so... That, that's actually what prompted me to go the first time is because it was convenient. And I don't know, at first, I don't know how some people feel about them. Um, I know a lot of people liked them, but when I first heard of them, because I had been a homeschool blogger for so long, and I had opportunities through that to review a lot of curriculum, it was and it was a huge blessing to my family. And because I had all those opportunities to review curriculum, I had really thought that a homeschool convention was mostly the vendor hall. And because at the time, for many years, I really didn't have to buy all of my curriculum. A lot of it was provided for doing reviews, which was fantastic. It was what I enjoyed doing, was reviewing curriculum for homeschoolers because I just, I have a background in educational psychology and I loved learning about learning styles and all that kind of stuff. So I'm a curriculum junkie. So it was one of the things I concentrated on was being a you know curriculum reviewer so i mistakenly thought that's all there was to it and i thought i don't want to go because i don't want to walk through those big vendor halls and be overwhelmed and i'm not going to really buy too much anyway but i was wrong it's not just about the curriculum although that is a big part of it there is so much more there if you've never been to one i encourage you to try to find one that is close to you and now a little later on, Lindsay's going to give you another option for um, a convention that's a little bit unique and that will, you'll be able to be right in your own home, wearing your jammies if you want, and you will still be part of something great. But I'm here to talk to you a little bit about the traditional ones where you go and stay at a hotel or you stay at a convention center or whatever, 
and it lasts a few days. And the one that I'm the most familiar with is Teach Them Diligently. And I'm familiar with them because I was a blogger for them, and I love the heart of their convention. And I, my first visit there to a first, my first Teach Them Diligently, wasn't quite sure what to expect, but I was really excited because, you know, I, I only heard good things about it. And I almost didn't believe it. People would talk about it like, oh, it was such a great experience. It was so encouraging. I don't know how I'd start my homeschool year without it. It was just what I needed. And I don't know why I almost just was thinking, really, a convention can do all of that. I was skeptical. And so I decided to go anyway because I was curious, and one just happened to be near me. They just had their new one, the uh, new Teach Them Diligently. And I thought, well, I'm going to go. I'm going to check it out because I want to know if all the hype is true. And I'm a very, I don't know, I'm, I'm I'm not easily impressed, and I thought it was going to be a bunch of people. I heard about the sessions and things like that, and I thought it was just going to be, well, I'm going to hear people talk, and they're going to tell me all these things I already know. I've been homeschooling a long time, so maybe I was a little prideful, you know, or I thought I was going to learn anything new, and I don't know. I just, it sounded, it almost sounded boring, dare I say, because I would be sitting there all day <laughs> listening to people talk. And I thought, oh, is this like college? Because that was, I mean, I, I don't know if I want to sit and listen to somebody talk for an hour. And here I am as a podcaster asking you to listen to me jibber-jab for some time. <laughs> Everybody can feel so, sorry for me on the other side. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> But I have to tell you, it was a fantastic experience. I, I don't know why it took me so long to go. And I wish I would have gone sooner, but I'm glad I finally went when I did. I'll be going to my third one, third year in a row, this year as well. And I could not be more excited about going. I took the second year that I went, I took someone, it was her first year homeschooling, and she did not know what to expect either. And being a little familiar with some of the speakers in the homeschool blogging community and um, knowing some publishers through the uh, the Builder Bundle, another uh, business that I run, I had known a lot of the people, so it was really fun because I got to see people in real life that I, you know, have done business with online. So I kind of, but I also knew kind of how things went because I knew a little bit about teaching diligently and I knew about the people who ran it. So it's interesting to see her, even though I'd only gone once, to see what her concerns were and what she wanted to get out of it. And she felt pretty overwhelmed at first. And so I thought, you know what, that's a common thing that I'm hearing for people when it's either the first time or even after that, they get a little bit overwhelmed because there's so much. There's so many speakers. There's so many sessions. There's so much to do. And there's such a, there's a big vendor hall. And, you know, if you bring in your children, teaching diligently is a fantastic one to bring your children. I, I think all of them you can bring your kids, of course. And But that one is great because they have kids' programs, which I think this other ones do as well. I Check that out if you're looking into one to see if they do have them. There's another one in my area that is only one day, and it doesn't have children's programs, but it's only one day. And, well, and we'll, we'll add the links for Teach Them Diligently in the show notes as well for those who are wanting to look for those in their area. Yeah, just to look and see. And, and, and you know, they have something for your children. They have a teen program, a kids program. They have different, like a couple different types of programs depending on the age. So it's not just the teen or the kids. They had one for robotics and they had one for Minecraft and they had a bunch of fun things for your kids to do. So you could focus on the sessions. And if you were someone that maybe you didn't want your kids, I have to tell you the first time that we brought, my friend and I, we went by ourselves 
And it, this is interesting. So I can give you the perspective of her and I going on our own and then her and I going with her families. <laughs> and it was a it, surprisingly a, a big difference. I, I, maybe it's not doesn't surprise you guys out there. You might be thinking, was she crazy? It's a huge difference. But it surprised us. Guess we're just not with it because it how much work it was and how much, you know, to deal with, it was different. And we did not put our kids in the programs because they were a little older and we thought that they may enjoy some of the sessions because yeah, some of the sessions were apologetics kind of based or they were on dinosaurs or they were on history. And we thought that, you know, they might be interested in some of those. And I have a child who's dyslexic and they had a lot of ones on dyslexia. And I thought she might want to learn a little more about that from, you know, an expert as well. And they did enjoy some of the sessions. They, they really did. Not all of them, but they did enjoy some of them. But this year, we are going to do it totally different, and we're going to let them go ahead and have fun in kids' programs because I've heard nothing but good things about it. So, but when we went by ourselves, that sounds exciting. Really it, it is. It's nice that they'll get to do their thing and have fun, and then we get to do our thing and have that time. I, I think that it's important. I mean, if you want to bring your kids, they're very cool about that particular convention. They're very cool about letting your kids come in the sessions. And the only thing is if you have a child that's crying or fussy, because they're recording, because nobody really minds, we're all moms. I mean, honestly, I hear kids, nobody, nobody's caring. We're listening, we're cool, we're friendly. But they're recording, so oftentimes they'll say, oh, excuse me, you know, you know, they might have to have you leave. But most people, they're not going to worry about that. But when you're, what we did is we looked through all the sessions, and we decided to look at every single one, and take it day by day and circle the ones we wanted to see, the ones that meant the most. Now, they have so many at one time that what we would do is you're going with a friend and you kind of want to tag team it because it's like, well, I want to go to that one, but I want to go to this one, and we both wanted to go to the same two. And it's like, okay, you go to that one, I'll go to this one, and then we'll compare notes. And so that's one way to do it, you know, when there's a lot. But you can also buy the audio sessions too. So then you, you really don't have to miss anything. But pick out the ones that – relate the most to you and be honest with yourself when you're picking them because they have sometimes really great sessions on discipling your children or, you know, um, there's a session about being an angry parent and how to help your, help yourself with that. And I mean, it's like, Oh no, I'm going to walk in there and everybody's going to know. <laughs> oh, they're an angry parent. Oh, we're all over oh, a bunch of angry parents in here. But, <laughs> I would take the opportunity to really use that time to minister, allow them to minister to you. Because what we do as moms is we're ministering to others, children or husbands, you know, other moms. I mean, we're doing a lot, right? We're, that's what we do. That's what moms are good at. I would take the time to make sure you put in some sessions that are there to minister to you because you need that. If you're struggling your homeschool is going to struggle. Your home is going to struggle. You are the heart of your home. You know, you just you just are. And take that time, and you will feel so refreshed because there's such wisdom that's out there. People are so – it's so nice that people are so generous with their time and their wisdom to care enough about others to talk to them about When you're learning issue. from people who have experienced what you're experiencing, and that's why they've been asked to speak on that subject is because they – know their stuff right <laughs> so, right you know we prayed over which sessions 
that God would have us in, and then we looked for specific issues with our kids that we would pro- think that we might face in the next year. And we tried not to go too far ahead. Like her children, her oldest was only going to be going into middle school, and although they had fantastic selections for high school and beyond, like teaching, you know, training your kids as far as in the ACT and getting into college, and she was really interested in that because she knew, of course, the time will be coming. But she thought, well, let's try to focus on what's going to help me in the immediate sense. That makes and sense. because she wants, to, she wanted to come back the next year anyway, and she thought, well, what's going to help me right now? Like if you're comparing and you're going through and there's five sessions and you're like, well, there's one that's going to apply to my kid five years from now, and there's one that, you know what, is going to apply maybe in the next year, maybe the next two years. My suggestion is go, obviously, with the one that's going to apply right away. Because we kind of feel like, but if I don't hear this about high school now, I may never hear about it. But, I mean, we do get that. We're like, but if I don't grab this opportunity now, you can always buy the audio. Most of these places will allow you to do that. But I would use this time to focus on ministering to yourself. You can get your homeschool in the right, you know, the right heart attitude. And then pick out those things. Like I have a child with two of them with dyslexia. And so I picked out the sessions that had to do specifically with dyslexia. And then I picked out sessions with writing because teaching it, I, I, although I write, I don't teach it very well. So I picked out sessions to help me teach my children how to write. And then the next year, my husband, he went to every session there was like he was on a track that had to do with high school <laughs> and college. If it had to do with high school, if it had to do with college, he went to every single one of them. And I was like, okay, that's where he went. I mean, I went to a few that he went to, but that wasn't my focus. He focused on high school, and I focused on ones that would minister to me, and then I focused on a few that for my younger children. And he well, went that's a neat idea he, of thinking of separating them out to maybe tackle and learn more between the two of you so that you actually get to cover more sessions and then bring your wisdom to each other. Right, because, you know, I, I have to tell you, I learned more from sitting there and hearing the person speak in front of me than hearing it, like, um, on the audio. Be, for some reason, it just I could just gravitate more toward it. I, I guess I'm just that kind of learner that it just helped me to actually be there. And so that's how we kind of split things up a little bit. Now, the vendor hall, that that's it can be it's big, it's confusing, it's busy. Uh, you're gonna you could lose your whole family in there if you don't keep an eye on it. I mean, it's huge. It's most of them are big and they're busy. So and you're gonna find things there that you may not have heard of before, and that's fantastic. But I think the best thing to do is, because you'd only have so much time, is to go to whatever the convention that you're going to, go to the site, and they should have a list of their vendors. Make a list of the curriculum that you think, the new, the new curriculum that maybe you're like, ah, I'm considering buying this for next year. I'm considering buying that. Make a list of that first. Then go to this page and look at all the vendors and see if they're on there, see if they'll be there. Because that's important. Um, that's where I was introduced to teaching textbooks. I heard of it, but I hadn't purchased it yet, and they were at the convention. And I'm like, this is fantastic because I was looking for math, a new math program. Teaching textbooks was there, and Right Start Math was there, and I was interested in both. And while you're there at the convention, not only do you sometimes get, like, free shipping, they offer, like, free shipping or a better deal, not always. It's not going to be always the end-all, be-all, best deal. So you, I don't feel the like you have to buy it right then and there. Okay, so even if you're like, but I'm not going to have any money. 
okay, I'm not going to have money then. It's not worth me going. It is worth you going. Just take notes because if you can't afford it, that's fine. But if you think I can afford it a month from now but not now, just take notes because you'll get to see it. You'll get to see how it works. You'll get that hands-on feel. You're going to talk to a representative that, that is there that's excited about it. Sure, they're trying to sell you on it, but I'm telling you that, that I grew up with a saleswoman. So when people try to sell me, I I like it, I get in this mode where I'm like, you're never going to sell to me. That's my challenge. You'll never do it. You'll never do it. Like I, you know. But if you notice the people that are there at the conventions, it's so genuine because the representatives that are there, they love the curriculum. Most of them, the reason they're a rep is because they loved it. It's not because this is just my job. That's the only thing I can And because get. a lot of them are homeschoolers <laughs> themselves. They're, this exactly. is a passion of theirs. They have experienced and it. And they made their curriculum a lot of times to, to address a certain challenge that they faced or that they see out there to, to address a need that there was in, the, in a curriculum. And they're very gap. honest. They're very honest about it. I mean, they, they will tell you, no, you know what, if that's what you want, we might not be the curriculum for you. I mean, you will find that it is just a wonderful environment. And so I would look at the ones that you're interested in, and I would find those first. You know, I'd find those first, so get a list, and figure out, okay, these are the vendors that I want to make sure I see. Now, you don't have to see them all the first day, depending on how big the hall is, because you might be sitting back and forth, and that would be inefficient. Just make sure that you make a list of must-see vendors. Okay, I'm not going to leave this conference till I see these vendors and make that your priority. And um, because you'll get to see, and, and if your children's there, if they're not in the, like, whatever, if they're in a program or whatever, if you want to take them out, I'm, I'm sure some of the vendor hours in the hall is open during their breaks. You can have, or even once the it's over, the vendor hall is sometimes open a little later, you can have your child come and say, what do you think of this? Do you think this would be something that you would be interested in? Or, you know, let them look at it. If they're older, they may have they may have really good thoughts on what they think would work for them. And so you'll get a good idea of, you know, will this work for my family? Because you'll get to see it live and in person. And then once you've seen your must-see ones and those in the little vicinity, try to find something new that you didn't know was there before. I found some things that I'd never heard of that I'd bought when I was there the last couple of times because I'd never heard of it before and I thought it was really cool. It was a really great idea. And there was these vocabulary cards I had not heard of before, and they had them, so I bought them, and they are great. But navigating your way around, if you have children, if they allow strollers in the vendor hall, which normally they do, I would suggest for younger kids keeping them in a stroller so they're not wandering off because, like I said, very busy, and it's easy to get distracted. And there's sometimes there's a lot of stuff around. There's sometimes there are vendors that sell a lot of other things. It's not just curriculum. I've seen essential oils. I've seen Lula Rose. I've seen um, Deborah and Company. I've seen oh, so many other things that people sell, some toys. I've seen a Rainbow Resources always there and their curriculum, but they have so many different things that that's there. I've seen Usborne Books. I mean, I've seen so many things that are at those curriculum, uh, the vendor hall, and a lot of them are nice and colorful, and they're going to grab your kid's eye, and they're going to want to go toward it. So you want to kind of develop a system. If you have multiple kids, get on a little buddy system. You know, put an older kid, match them with one of your younger kids. If you're there with your husband or another person, you might want to take turns going in the vendor hall. 
And then and that's what we did with my son. We, I didn't have to do that because my kids were a little bit older, but when my husband was at a session, when I went to the vendor hall, he had one starting, and I was, like, just getting out of one. If I saw something interesting, I would just write it down and let him say so we would so we wouldn't miss it. So it's like, I saw that. Did you see it? And, I mean, we did go through the vendor hall together, but always made sure, okay, make sure you see this the next time you're there. It's You just want to make sure that you're taking notes and write down prices, write down whatever you need to write down. I'm famous for wherever I go anywhere, I always check, like I'm there, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to get on my phone, I'm going to check Rainbow Resource, and I'm going to check Amazon and see what kind of price I get, and then I'm <laughs> look at it here. <laughs> but that's why Rainbow Resource is usually there anyway, so <laughs> you have a really good opportunity to get things at a good price. But yeah, a lot of the that's stuff how I, I would be checking I, prices. Yeah, I'm just checking and just to see, but most of the time they're going to give you a deal because it's at the convention, it's right there, and you won't have to pay shipping because they'll give it to you. Take it I'll home right there in your hand. If you're trying to stick to a homeschool budget, you might want to take an envelope with cash in it just to make sure that you actually stick to your homeschool budget. That's just a little tidbit. <laughs> that is a great idea because you will get, you might get a little bit like, i got to have this, I've got to have this, i got to have that. That's why, you know what, stick to a schedule. Write down what you're looking for, which vendors you make sure that you want to see, what are the most important vendors, pick like five, three to five of your must-see vendors because of, you know, this is what I think I want to buy. Think about your budget. Bring that amount of money. Put it in the envelope. It's a really good idea because you could end up spending far more than you ever imagined. And um, also just try to, you know, take notes on what you've seen there. And you, since you don't want buyer's remorse, the vendor, usually these conventions are a few days. Go to the vendor hall the first day, but don't buy anything. Because the stuff will still be there the next day. There, it's, that's not a good like idea. It, it's like if you don't buy it today, you're never going to get it again. That's it's not like that. They they have plenty of stock, and they, they're set up for this. You can go there, talk to them, and just say, okay, look around. And the next day, you know, go back to your hotel, look through, you know, go through your notes, and then say, what, what do I want to buy? What really strikes me? What, what is what is the thing that I saw today? Because you know, you don't want to to buy something because had I rushed, I would have bought a math curriculum that would not have worked because I thought it looked really cool there. And then I realized, uh, no, it's not quite, it's not quite going to fit. So I would have purchased way too quickly and it would have been a hefty investment. And I would not have wanted to make that mistake. Not that the curriculum in and of itself was bad, but it just wouldn't work for my family. And as far as your sessions, it's so nice to go back to your hotel and just think about what you have learned. You know, and then plan out the next day of which sessions you're going to go to. You know, just plan out while you're there. We looked at our session schedule multiple times to make sure we were going to the one we really wanted to go to. And we'd even, like, if it's a very big convention hall, the first day you're there, you might want to take note of where the different rooms are so you know where you're going the next day. You're not going to remember everything, but it'll give you a better idea so you don't feel so lost because they can be big. (laughs) But... I think that when you have children, I, I personally have a friend who says that she would never bring her children to a homeschool convention. She goes, she makes it something that her and her husband do. It's their way. I know away. that I wouldn't be able to concentrate. I, I can say yeah, that. It, for me, I would do it without kids. But I know there yeah. are people who do, and I think that you just make sure that you um, have it kind of planned out ahead of time, you know, if they're going to take part in any of the events for kids or take uh, ample amount of things to keep them busy and occupied. Right. Like, you know, you're sitting in a session or snacks, that sort of thing. 
snacks. Make sure you fill that diaper bag with, you know, with snacks and extra pair of clothes and all that good stuff that you would bring if you were going to any event. Pack those as well because not all the um, conventions are in the same place as your hotel. Some are in a convention center, and the hotel is not the same. The one I went to, the convention was in the hotel. So that may, if you're staying there, that's really nice. It's real convenient. But it might not be that way. So make sure, you know, think of it as an event. Anything that you would pack going to the zoo or going to some other event, make sure you pack it to go there. Consider before you go um, how many meals that you're going to um, need and if there are any that maybe you can save money on by perhaps bringing, you know, for your hotel. You know, eat breakfast at your hotel, maybe bring lunch with you and then have dinner out, you know, however it's going to work for your family. When my friend and I went with our with our families, we had a hotel room that had a kitchen in it. So those two nights, we made, she made dinner one night, and I made dinner the next night. Well, that saves money, so that's great. Right, and then we ate lunch out, and then we had breakfast in the hotel right before we left for our first session. So we only ate out um, for two lunches. So that, you know, that worked out real nice. So think of creative ways to save money. While you're there, as far as, I mean, you can have a crockpot in your room if you really want to bring one. If you have the ability to bring one, you can do that as well. And, um, but like, if the hotel is in your, how far away it is from the convention center or if it's within. So there are many ways that you can navigate the eating and the vendors you want to see and the sessions you want to see without it being crazy. I personally found that going with with my family, it had its advantages and disadvantages. It had the advantages of it was fun that my husband was there because he became a little more pro-homeschooling after being there, after being in that, that company of other homeschoolers and hearing other people talk and seeing all that curriculum because he was raised by a teacher and he's thinking, are you sure there's good stuff out there? And he got to see things that I was like, oh, I didn't know the quality of curriculum. You know, he didn't know that that existed. He's like, wow, that that is good stuff. Yeah, this is – and he meant because he had experience with the younger grades, but he was talking about for my son in high school. Like, yes, you can homeschool high school. There are so many resources. So that really got him excited about homeschooling. And it was fun to see my kids. You know, they were kind of – they were happy. It was at a water park. They got to go to the water park, so they're happy about that. But it was really nice, too, to be with just my friend because it was just us and it was like our girls' weekend out and we got to talk about homeschooling. So it really just depends on your mood, what, what you, what you want to get out of it. And you and I are going to go to a homeschool convention one day together. I'm telling you. Yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, what is your plan? Do you want this to be a family, like part of a family vacation, a family weekend out, or do you want it to be a weekend with a friend? Or do you want it to be like my friend does where it's a weekend with her and her husband? That they do. That's one of the weekends that they take, and they're like, nope, this is what we do. We concentrate on um, ministering to ourselves, and then we concentrate on just us and, and drinking and everything that we've learned. So well, I think that that's really neat now, to if, have the and now, if this is, of how to do it. And if this is not something that is still an option, you're like, oh, it still sounds like a lot, or maybe it's just expensive to travel. And believe me, traveling is expensive. The hotels are expensive. You know, and I, I'm no stranger to a tight budget. I, I've been through some pretty rough times where it would have been impossible for me to go. But it's almost like you can't afford not to go because I'm telling you the camaraderie there, the warmness, the, the wisdom that you hear, just never underestimate 
having someone minister to you about things. So Lindsay is going to tell us a way that you can, if you're in that situation, that you can still gain the benefits without ever having to leave your home. <laughs> yes. Um, you There are actually online homeschool conferences that you can attend. And as we speak, uh, there's one going on right now that uh, Rochelle and I have actually, uh, we are featured speakers in. It's called Primary for Parents. And it's for parents of 5 to 12-year-olds. And if you just check uh, in iTunes or on the website, at TalkingMomsMom.com, you can actually, we will share uh, the link for you to go to to be able to be a part of that and hear not just Rochelle and I, even though you get to hear us all the time, there are some many great speakers with so many topics uh, that if you cannot attend a physical homeschool convention, it is a really great option and resource for you to do it from the comfort of your home, and you can do it um, alongside your husband. Uh, to be able to sit and still be encouraged uh, as you homeschool your children. So, again, if you go to TalkingMomToMom.com or check in the show notes um, on the website or iTunes, uh, we will have that information for you about where to go to to be a part of that. Um, thank you so much for joining us um, to talk about how, we, how to navigate a homeschool convention. And we will uh, see you next week. You can... Uh, join us on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash TalkingMomsMom. Uh, if you have any questions that you would like us to tackle here on uh, Talking Mom to Mom pod- podcast or, um, you know, if you have a specific question that you just want to ask, let's say you don't know what kind of math curriculum that you need to use next year and you really just want a couple of moms who have experienced homeschooling before to to ask that question to, feel free to email us at info at talkingmomtomom.com, and we would love to have a personal conversation with you. Um, or like I said, if you have a question that you'd like for us to tackle on the podcast, let us know. Um, and we will be here having another conversation ne- next week and would love to have you join us. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Talking Mom to Mom with Lindsay and Rochelle. Talking Mom to Mom is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.